Well, welcome back to Conversations for the Good. Good morning, Dr. Jane. Good morning, Anna. How are you this morning? I'm doing great, and I'm very excited about our topic of conversation, which is one of my favorites, gratitude. Mine too. Well, the holidays are upon us, and so is an incredible surge in this pandemic. Everyone that I've talked to is finding it hard to find the positives in everyday life and are feeling the disappointments because many of the holiday festivities, you know, are being canceled. What coping measures can we offer today? Well, Anna, you know, without doubt, this is a difficult and stressful time. And as we've talked about in previous conversations, you know, it's so often that gap between where we are and where we think we should be or even where we want to be that, that really contribute to, you know, the negative thinking and the, and the um, reactivity and contributes to a great deal of misery and suffering. So, you know, in our current crisis, you know, we're really at a loss to control the process. I mean, we're, we're in it. But don't have a lot of control. Yes, and it's that sense of not being able to exert control that has been so stressful for everyone. Well, that certainly contributes to the negativity and the reactivity, kind of a negative mindset. You know, and pretty soon everything begins to lose its appeal. You know, our energy, our focus, our motivation really take a hit. Yeah. Well, I think we all feel it, you know, some days. And I, I see the effects that it's had on my friends, my family, some of my coworkers. You know, what are some ways that we can shift out of this, you know, given that we're still in this crisis and we'll be for, you know, we'll be in this crisis for the foreseeable future? Yeah, well, you know, one of the, the research indicates that one of the most powerful antidotes to stress and negative thinking is gratitude. Well, I'm sure everyone's thinking, oh, if it could only be that simple. Well, simple, yes, but not easy. You know, I realize that this can come across as kind of Pollyannish. Um, however, there happens to be an incredible body of research that supports an incredible array of benefits. Gratitude regulates the neural system. So it really has the capacity to um, um, have us feel more safety and security on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, it's, it's what we call a tr uh, self-transcendent emotion, which means that as effects move beyond just me, the individual, but contributes to the bonding between people. So some science also suggests that gratitude has an impact right down to a molecular level. So there's an incredible, <laughs> there's an incredible a broad brushstroke of the impact of something that we sometimes deem as so simple, gratitude. Yeah. Well, this is so important. You know, I do gratitude practices every day and I know firsthand how it can change the course of, of my day, but I've always held it in a, in a smaller context than what you just described. Well, and most of us do, yet it's a universal experience, which is, is felt and offered around the world. You know, it shows up in so many different forms, you know, big and small. It, it's, it's someone's kindness or generosity. It can be our awe in nature, uh, a simple interaction of someone holding the door for me or me holding the door for them, you know, um, giving eye contact to someone, you know, really having that I'm, I'm being seen can be, you know, incredibly impactful. Um, it's that ray of sunshine that I, that I see. And I'm sure that you experience this in Northeast Ohio. You know, it's kind of like, 
Oh, and feeling so grateful for it. So the gifts can be large and small. They can be pleasures of any size or preference. Yeah, so many wonderful gifts. And I love the diverse ways that it shows up in everyday life. Yes, and also the attitude of gratitude. You know, this supports a process of change. Um, if I'm positive and grateful, uh, my attitude really allows me to meet challenges without feeling, you know, that kind of dreariness of, oh, here we go again, you know, and I'm also able to access that approach mode that we've talked about in previous episodes that allows me to have access to that creative problem solving. So I'm really able to maintain a real positive kind of a take on how I'm perceiving life and moving forward in life. So really this attitude of gratitude says a lot about the spirit in which I do something can be as important as the act itself. Yeah, I know my personal experience has been that the task feels less heavy. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. With gratitude, we're not just itemizing good things. You know, it's much more than that. Well, you know, we can also harvest the um, the gifts and the, and the lessons from painful experiences. So, I mean, we all want to feel good. It's a human experience that that supports that. Um, gratitude comes from the Latin, which means thankfulness. So, it's both the experience of giving and receiving, and it's strongly linked to our experiences of happiness. So it, it really kind of blossoms into a much more expansive experience in our lives. You know, in practicing gratitude, we open our hearts both to ourselves and to others. So its potential um, really is to increase our self-satisfaction as we're strengthening our connection to others. There's this reciprocal relationship where gratitude and uh, is is about um, giving and receiving, kind of merging together. So we feel safe and seen and encouraged. So it builds relationships. It helps us deal with adversities. It supports resilience, which we've talked about previously. It's extremely nourishing. Well, it really impacts every system in us, as you just described. And there's, a, there's an interesting group in California. It's called the HeartMath Institute. And these folks use the emotion of gratitude and teach their subjects to generate the emotion of gratitude along with love and appreciation uh, and compassion. And by using this method, uh, they are able to measure a cardiac field that, that moves out 8 to 10 feet from the body that they believe is the highest level of well-being that can be measured when subjects are able to focus on love, appreciation, or gratitude. It, it increases the magnitude of this field. This is, is really a lived, felt sense of well-being that can be induced merely by focusing on things that I feel grateful for, and it can be measured with biomedical instrumentation. So by increasing our experience of gratitude, we nourish ourselves, we produce contentment and pleasure, and it impacts our health and our sense of well-being. It enhances my um, ability to be optimistic, to be empathic. It also impacts my self-esteem, my vitality, the energy I have in life, and also my enthusiasm along with my spiritual development. 
Well, this is a big deal, Dr. Jane, you know, bigger than I'm sure most people have imagined. Well, it really is, Anna. Uh, There was a study that I came across from Great Britain where they asked 100 plus people um, to really select. You had to choose between health or happiness. And the majority of people chose happiness, even though they all said both were extremely important. But it's about choosing quality of life, the quality of life in every arena, you know, which, which also brings up research regarding the workplace. You know, a gratitude in the workplace has an incredible impact. When workers feel appreciated, when they feel grateful, uh, they're more efficient, they're more productive, they're more responsible, they're more proactive, they're more likely to volunteer for uh, different assignments and actually accomplish more tasks. Well, this makes so much sense. And I can certainly identify with that even myself, you know, um, even the small grateful remark that can make my day, you know, there's just anytime I go out, someone will say something, you know, just a nice, a small compliment or just a smile. It just makes my day. I know how that makes me feel. It takes, it takes little, you know, and means so much. Yes. Yes. There's also been research around leaders who are, are grateful or demonstrate gratitude, you know, um, leaders as in managers or supervisors, you know, the bosses in life, you know, the more, the more gratitude they have, the more compassionate, considerate, and empathic they tend to be, which creates a work environment of cohesiveness and productivity and also vitality. You know, I can't stress enough how it really shifts that, that life force energy within us. Yeah, it's so interesting. The social aspect of gratitude is is so strong, Uh, not just that we're all connected, but how we're connected. Oh, you're so right, Anna. This is a socially driven emotion. Um, And and it's this this incredible perceptual weave um, of what we've done for others and what others have done for us. So it's it's an integral um, part of how we handle emotional engagement, you know, how we connect with others, you know, how we bond with others, and how we connect and, and, and deepen into those relationships. So it impacts also how the relationship endures over time. Oh, I absolutely agree. It feels so good when gratitude is part of the relationship. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, because we feel seen and heard and liked. Um, and these are the basic building blocks of developing a healthy sense of self, you know, starting way back in the first four years of life and what we call in the psychological field, you know, the holding environment. Um, we never really stop wanting to be seen and appreciated. You know, it's connected to how we develop our self-concept and also our self-esteem. So, Dr. Jane, what's behind gratitude? What makes it so powerful and impactful in our lives? Well, what I found so interesting on it is that Um, the scientific studies of gratitude were pretty rare up until about 20 years ago. I mean, there were self-help books, there were religious books, spiritually oriented books, but really not a lot of hard science to back anything up. Um, But currently, there is an incredible body, an amazing body of, of work regarding gratitude and the brain. And, and we now know that the emotions of gratitude 
um, can be traced to specific areas of the brain, you know, specifically the, the um, uh, temporal cortex of the brain. That's a more sophisticated, more highly evolved part of the brain. Um, it's also been found that people who feel more grateful, who really live in gratitude, have a higher volume of that gray matter, that more sophisticated part of the brain. Um, and this produces measurable differences in behavior because it affects the central nervous system. And so things show up like um, increased cognitive uh, restructuring ability. And cognitive restructuring just means I'm able to change my thinking. It means that I have an easier time changing from a negative to a positive. I can switch that more easily, you know, which means I can change the stories in my life or I can change the interpretations that I'm making in a situation and actually shift into a more um, open-minded, creative space. You know, it allows the firing and wiring in the neural system, particularly around the bliss centers or the reward centers of the brain. So it's, it actually rewards itself, which means it's going to have more of a capacity to continue and enhances certain neurotransmitters, which are those little conductor fluids between the synapses, particularly dopamine and serotonin, which are responsible for producing feelings of happiness. So with all of this, and along with reducing stress hormones, we're really able to reduce fear and anxiety just with gratitude practices. That's an amazing impact. You know, it's, it's uh, not just responsible for targeting one part of the neural system, but multiple parts. That blows my mind. Yes, yes, both structural and also chemical electrical. You know, the one that fascinates me is this, is uh, the impact on the neurotransmitters, you know, on the, the, um, those conductors in the, in the brain, the firing between neurons. You know, the dopamine and serotonin that I mentioned are responsible for emotions that make us feel good and can enhance our mood to make us feel happy from the inside. So I'm not just responding to what's on the outside, but it produces a happiness from the inside out. You know, so the bottom line is that if I choose to practice gratitude on a daily basis, I can actually strengthen these neural pathways, kind of reprogram my neural pathways, and ultimately create permanent gratefulness, kind of permanent grateful pathways, and a more positive nature within myself. So it's not happiness that brings us gratitude, it's gratitude that brings us happiness. That's, that's, that's amazing. You know, this must have an impact on every aspect of our health and wellness. Oh my gosh, Anna, yes. Yes, multiple targets. I mean, just the regulation of the dopamine, um, because it gives us more vitality, tends to, you know, allow us to decrease the impact of physical pain. And also, uh, because it impacts different pathways within the primitive brain, particularly around the hypothalamus, we're able to regulate our sleep better, um, really enjoy a better quality of sleep or restorative sleep. Um, it regulates the cortisol levels. So we're able to impact cardiac functioning and um, inflammatory uh, issues merely by gratitude. You know, and it's acknowledging our appreciation of the little things, not just the big things, but the little things in life that expands our awareness and broadens our perception. So we're actually able to take in more 
are actually be impacted by more positives. You know, it also regulates the autonomic nervous system, which is that fight or flight. So if I can improve my reactivity, if I can manage my negative emotions better, I'm going to be able to reduce, you know, things like uh, emotions like guilt and shame and actually reduce anxiety and depression merely with a gratitude practice. You know, I'm conditioning myself to attend to more positive thoughts, kind of turning toward more positive thoughts and decreasing the angst and anxiety. So our happiness quotient rises. I'm, I'm going to reduce uh, the possibility of burnout. I'm really more feeling more substantial on a day-to-day basis in whatever comes my way. And the reward centers are impacted, so I continue to seek it out. So it's really altering the way I see myself and others and the world. Well, this is quite a list, and it's, it's hard to believe that with this kind of impact that any of us would not be open to learning a few gratitude practices. I, I think you're right. But, but before we go into the practices, I just want to say that sometimes the effect of the practices are not felt immediately. For some people, they are, but not necessarily. So it's important that we be willing to begin and then to stick with it because it's by staying with the gratitude practices that we're definitely going to have an impact both physically and psychologically. Our physical and psychological well, well-being will be impacted. And the other thing I want to say is that it's also possible to harvest the gifts and insights from painful experiences. I'm in no way endorsing trauma or traumatic experiences, but so often these occurrences um, are part of our lives that we had no control over. So by really being in, in that place where I have the capacity to extract some meaning, some personal meaning, or somehow harvest some insight or strength can have an enormous healing effect on us. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and Dr. Jane, can we talk about some ways that we can engage and in, in, in practice gratitude? Oh, for sure, Anna. I usually um, I usually start with um, letting people know that I can give you suggestions for some practices, but so often what happens is as we move into those practices and as they become our own, we find that there are diff- additional kinds of things that, that we're kind of called to do. And I say, trust that. Trust that. Trust that inner calling of what might be changed so that it really can be customized. It really becomes yours. But in teaching gratitude practices, I always start with an exercise of really talking about and seeking how I appreciate myself. And I suggest list five ways that you appreciate yourself. And don't just do it once. Do it periodically, kind of reviewing what is it that I, that I love about myself, that I appreciate about myself, that I'm grateful for about myself. And it's also, you know, another uh, practice that, that can be enormously helpful is a gratitude journal where on a daily basis, I'm exploring gratitude in my life, gratitude that I feel, gratitude that I observe. And it's also extracting the lessons from the challenging moments that we have, things I'm learning about myself, insights, things like that. Also, listing people that we're grateful for. 
You know, there are people who have impact our lives. You know, list the assets in our lives that, that we're grateful for, big and small. Or visit your social media and share a, a wonderful memory that you have. Maybe contact that person or, or those folks that, that were part of that memory and, and revisit it with them. Just kind of stir that up, you know, kind of relive it. You know, and it's find a gratitude buddy, you know, to regularly share gratefulness. You and I do that, you know, gratitude for things both past and present. Or pick somebody that you remember had an incredible impact in your life and write down that story. Relive it. Maybe even contact that person, you know, and share it if they're, if they're still with us. You know, it's also write random thank you notes. Send them out. It doesn't have to be for anything in particular other than I'm so glad you're in my life. And there are many more that will be generated just from doing these practices. Well, this certainly is a wonderful list. And these practices provide a great start for all of us. Yes. And one last practice I'd like to share, and it's one that I do on a daily basis before my eyes are fully open in the morning. And that is I, I usually take a couple nice, easy breaths, and then I say very softly and silently to myself, yes, and thank you. The yes is for the willingness uh, to take in whatever I'm dealt today, whatever comes my way, and thank you is for the gratitude that somehow I'll feel the strength and be given the insights to handle whatever's been dealt. Yes, and thank you. Well, that's a perfect closing for our conversation today, Dr. Jane. Yes, and thank you. Until our next conversation. Thank you, Anna.